As a driven dentist, you see the world differently. Where some see scarcity, you see abundance. When others want to give up, you keep going. You're building an amazing life of significance. That means you can't rely on ordinary advice from ordinary advisors to get to your goals. You want advice that's going to help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love, the causes you care about, and make your dent in the universe. But the fact is, this advice remains hidden because relatively few professionals are well-versed in them, and the extremely affluent don't care to let you know about them. Join us as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families. Welcome to Dental Wealth Nation. Here's your host, Tim McNeely. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to have you here today, and I am excited because this is going to be a show filled with sparkles. First time ever, but we are doing a sparkly show just for you today. And, and by the time we finish, you're really going to know why your personal brand matters. And it matters to everyone. If you're a doctor, a staff member, a hygienist, or anyone else in the dental industry, you have a personal brand and that brand matters. You're going to have some tangible ways that you can determine what your personal brand is, why it matters, and more importantly, what you can actually do with your personal brand. But I'm excited because you're going to leave feeling inspired and confident that you do have a personal brand that matters and you're going to feel empowered to get out there and use your personal brand. And, and when it comes to doing this, I don't know of anyone better than Sarah Ruberg. And Sarah is the, uh, I, I love your title, Sarah. Sarah, it's Honorary Chief Sparkle <laughs> Officer. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I I went a little overboard with the honorary chief sparkle officer, but you know what? Personal branding. So, <laughs> right, you got to have fun with it, and, and if you're not having fun with it, you're probably not doing it right. Would be my guess. Yeah, you have to. I don't take myself too seriously, and then plus, I kind of let people know whether they want to work with sparkles or not. If they don't want to, then if you don't like glitter, then we're probably not gonna you know, be good friends. Sorry. Oh, I, I love that. Well, well, Sarah, give us a little bit of background, right? How does someone get started on really helping people develop that, that personal brand? How did you get started doing this? Oh my goodness. I, my short version is I was, I wanted to be an actress, Tim, and I love making people laugh. And uh, my dreams of moving to New York City just didn't pan out. And so I decided I'm going to be an event planner. I'm going to plan parties so I can help people have a good time. And I didn't like the nights and weekend hours. And so I fell into dentistry as an account manager because the job description said the words relationship building multiple, multiple times. And relationships are really important to me. So I you know, once you get into dentistry, you don't get out. So I worked at two different dental marketing companies. And I also worked at the dentist entrepreneur organization. And I just fell in love with our industry and seeing clinicians. I never thought that I could be an entrepreneur until I watched clinicians make that transition from the chair to, to CEO. And it was really inspiring. So here yeah. I am. I love building relationships. I think that it's super important. Our relationship, the quality of our relationships, in my opinion, determines the quality of our lives. So I want to help people build relationships with their target audience on social media. So I started my own little unicorn company and that's where I am today. 
Oh, that, that's fantastic. And, and so, right, you mentioned building strong relationships, right? The quality of your life is absolutely a reflection of the relationships you have. But what does any of that have to do with the personal brand? How, how are those connected? Personal brand and building relationships, having a personal brand and understanding what that even means allows you, people want to know and like who they work with. Every, anybody who's ever talked to me is probably really irritated and annoyed with hearing me say that all the time. But building relationships with people and getting your personal brand across, it can help individuals understand you better. Because if you understand, if you understand your personal brand, you have a little bit more self-awareness. And so understanding yourself allows you to understand other people and have better right. relationships. So that's how right. I think that they correlate with one another. Well, and how would you even define a, a personal brand, right? I think brand and I think Nike or Apple or, right, you know, the Dental Wealth Nation, right? Whatever our brand is, like, like, how do you define personal brand? That is an excellent question. And the good news is, is that you don't have to make it up or create it because everybody already has one, whether they know it or understand it or not. And your personal brand is a couple of different things. It's what do you want to be known for when you leave the room? What do people say about you? Hmm. Uh, your, pers your personal brand can come across in the way you communicate, in your style of clothes. I mean, I'm wearing a really big, obnoxious, polar bear, sparkly ring, for goodness sake. Um, it just comes across in different ways. But I would say, boil down to what is it that you want to be known for? What's important hmm. to you? Well, you know, I, I love what you just said there, right? It's what are people saying about you after you leave the room? And, you know, I'll admit I, I'm guilty of this. My wife and I will go to an event and we'll leave and we kind of talk about people afterwards. We're like, hey, you know, that person was really inspiring or we really like that they did this or that person, they're just all about them. And they just, you know, or, or they talk way too much and don't ask enough. So we're talking about people when we leave, right? Not not in an awful judgmental way, but we're just, that's that's what you mean with personal brand is like, what are people saying about you after you leave the room? Yeah, people probably say about me, wow, she talks a lot about sequins and sparkles. I just did a presentation last week and I literally wore an entire sequin covered blazer. And that's some people's cup of tea. Some people are like, wow, that's amazing. And other people were like, that's really tacky. But I kind of, you know, it, it, knowing your personal brand and being comfortable with it also kind of helps you disseminate between who you can and cannot work with wow. or, or maybe, maybe wouldn't be a good fit for. Okay. You also mentioned something interesting and you were saying, right, that personal brand isn't something we have to invent. It's, it's already there. We totally already have it. I went, can I give an example? Is that okay? Oh, I would love an example. Yes, please. Okay. I went to a conference this past week and I know we'll, we'll kind of talk about objections a little bit later, but one of my, my friends said to me, Sarah, I don't, I don't have a personal brand. I don't know what to do with my personal brand. And he just got done telling me he had in this little, um, he had in a bubble wrap container, this, this thing. And I'm like, what is that? And he said, well, there was this young lady who works at a DSO and she told me this amazing story about how she climbed this mountain and she climbed this mountain and at the very top of it, she um, tore her ACL, which is a big deal. And she still continued, or she was close to the top. She still continued to go up this mountain. I could tell this was like really 
inspirational to him. And he kept, and so she kept going and he just, whatever this mountain was, he actually happened to have like a little wooden uh, replica of it for some weird reason. He has them like sitting behind him. Like I have my plants, he has his on his wall. And so he brought it with him to this conference to give to her. His personal brand is that he's part of his personal brand is that he's thoughtful, like incredibly thoughtful to do mm-hmm. something like that. And when I brought that to his attention, he, I said, are you thoughtful at home? And he said, well, yeah. And I said, well, that's part of your brand, my friend. So it's just interesting that we think about those kinds of things, but he doesn't have to create something. That's, that's who he is. Hmm. I, that's interesting because I, I think so often when we, when we hear the word brand, right, we're thinking this is the invention of something instead of really it's more of the discovery of what's already there. Yep, absolutely. And it's there's a couple of different ways to do it because it can seem kind of overwhelming, right? We can identify it in other people. I, you know, we can identify it in people like Gary V, right? Gary V loves to cuss a lot. I like that about him. Not everybody's going to like that about him. So, and he's, he's been asked before, well, do you, are you afraid that people aren't going to take you as seriously because you say the F word a lot? And he said, no, I'm not because it's part of who I am. So we can identify his portion of person, his personal brand, Oprah, you know, she's empathetic. She's, you know, caring Kanye West. We can say a lot of stuff about his personal brand. You know, he's, he's intelligent, but he's, you know, in, not enjoys conflict, but he's, you know, conflictual. I don't even know if that's a word. If not, I just made it up. Excellent. Everybody feel free to use that. And so it's easy to identify in other people, but it's hard to identify it in ourselves. So hmm. you have to ask yourself some questions. So I actually have an exercise. And now that I really think about this, I'm going to post this on social media sometime this week because it's important. But there's questions that you can ask, uh, ask yourself, like, you know, what three things do I stand for? Or what impact do I want to have? What are my core values and beliefs? How do I want to be perceived by others? So what do I want people to say when I leave the room? And what are my passions and interests? Hmm. Those are some, some internal questions. There's also an exercise that I really enjoy. And that's asking your really good like close friends and family similar questions, hmm. such as, how would you describe my personality and character? Uh, can you recall a time that I made a strong positive impact or what passions do you associate with me? What are my top three strengths or skills or what's the story others tell about me? It's really, I have to say, I had a life coach who suggested that to me a couple of years ago. And I reached out to one of my best friends who's my college roommate. And I said, Jonna, I didn't know Tim. I didn't know what I was good at. Like, I know I like, I'm good at talking to people and making them feel good, but what am I really good at? And so I asked her and she said, Sarah, you're really good at building relationships. And Mm -hmm. I thought, but who cares? Isn't, and plus, isn't everybody good at that? Like, I thought it came naturally. I didn't think it was some form of a superpower, but to her it was. And I really, it kind of helped shaped me into, well, gosh, I do love building relationships. And I guess I am pretty good at it. So why don't I build a business around it? So I think that it's a really powerful exercise. Well, you know, even kind of, you know, starting off, it's like, right, what are your core values? Or, you know, what are the top three things you're passionate about? I know sometimes those can feel so overwhelming. 
for people because they're like, well, I really don't know. Like, like, I think I do this thing or I think I do that thing. And so what advice would you have to someone who, you know, when they when they sit down to start that list, they're just they feel paralyzed because they don't know what to put down. What would you tell them? Analysis by paralysis is a major thing for sure. And I think that's why it's it's a good idea to to ask your friends. I mean, I, and family, because I wouldn't have known. I mean, she just said it so easily, like just like that. Oh, you're great at building relationships. And that's a hard thing. But I think to just spend the time, this is why I love talking about personal branding because it, it creates this sense of self-awareness and even what it is, whatever it is that you determine today are your core values or what your passions are. It's evolving. Us as people are always changing. So I think to not be overwhelmed, take one or two of those questions that you think, because you don't have to answer them all. And just really think about what is it that I'm passionate about? If you're passionate yeah. about saving animals, then you're a compassionate person, you know, and even if it doesn't have to deal or be specifically dental specific, it could be anything, anything that it is, anything in your life. Yeah. Wow. Well, right. And I love that idea of involving others, right? It, that to me makes the next conference or event I'm going to be at so much more interesting because, you know, I, I actually, believe it or not, I actually like practice and, and I try to come up with meaningful questions so I can have meaningful conversations with people other than like, what have you been up to lately? Like, like I hate those questions. It's more of like, Hey, you know, I've been working on this personal branding and, and I think I'm good at these things. And, and here's what I see in you. What do you see in me now? All of a sudden, you know, whatever next event you're at, you can really start diving in and building some good relationships and having meaningful conversations that go beyond like, Hey, it's really hot outside today. Well, you know, the question, you know, the, the topic that you have that most other people don't, you could say, Hey, did you know that the unicorn is like Scotland's like main, oh gosh, why, now I'm going to butcher it. It it's is the, the mascot of Scotland. Do you know how many people, Tim, I've told that to, and they don't believe me? I'm like, Google it. Oh, that makes Google me so happy. That. What as a, great, as like, a Scotsman without the accent, I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that so interesting. Love it. Love it. And uh, yeah, so yeah, right. You can have conversations around them. This next time you're at the conference or, or wherever. And I, I think involving people because you need to press against the world and see how the world presses back so you can discover these things. And I, I think it also takes a lot of pressure off knowing that you're not trying to invent something that's not there. You're, you're trying to discover who you authentically are. And that becomes a whole lot easier than having something to do. You're simply discovering. You're absolutely right. And you said the perfect word, being authentic. That's people can see right through that when you're not, we all talk about social media and all of these individuals or influencers who maybe act one way on social and then you meet them and it's just, people can just see right through it. It's not yeah. worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. We're talking about personal brand, but you know, a lot of us are business owners, right? Doctors within the, the multi-practice space and there's also a corporate brand. And so how do those two things tie together? How are they related? Are they not related at all? How do we think about those two pieces? Oh, they're totally related, Tim. So you have your, your corporate brand. So say you're, you're a DSO, right? And you want to, and all DSOs, 
everyone is, is specifically different, right? And they're attracting different types of small groups or practices that they want to acquire because they want to grow. And so to determine your corporate brand and really give it a voice and talk about the things that are important to your corporate brand is so important because at the end of the day, sure, our valuations and, and you know, the success of, of the, the practices that you want to purchase, is that important? Absolutely. But making sure that you're like a cultural fit with each other is also super important. And what better way to, to talk about your personal brand, for, I'm sorry, corporate brand for, than in social media. For example, one DSO that I work with, they are more boutique. They're more selective in the practices that they like to purchase. Another DSO that I have a dear friend who's their COO, he loves those like, um, oh gosh, fixer upper hmm. practices and groups, if you will. Like he just loves getting in there and fixing things and stuff like that. And so those are two totally separate brands. And you can build that with your corporate brand and giving valuable educational information to build the brand of your practice or your DSO, mm. but your personal brand, it really, it's not only indirectly beneficial to your DSO. So you've got Sarah COO out here, you know, with her personal brand and people like, wow, I kind of like Sarah's personal brand. Let me look at what it is that she does. Oh, she works at DSO XYZ. Okay. I like that. I'm going to go check out that DSO. It's they inadvert indirectly will bring people back to hmm. your corporate brand. So it's, so the more that you have, so when people say to me, my personal brand doesn't matter. Maybe I, uh, I work clinical. Nobody cares. Or I'm the director of marketing. Nobody cares everybody cares and everybody should have a voice because again, it does two things, whether this, whether you're a vendor, DSO, anything, and in any industry, whether you have found Tim, the place you're forever home in your career, building your personal brand again, indirectly can help your company grow and it can help you grow with reaching your target audience. Hmm. So, so but, you, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. But, um, but if you, but also, so if you, that's, if you found your forever home, but if you haven't found your forever home, building your personal brand helps to create other opportunities for you. So hmm. that's all. Okay. Well, right. And, and that personal brand, right. How do you communicate that to others? Is this, is this me doing shameless self-promotion? And, and when I meet someone, I go, Hey, let me tell you all about me and everything I'm known about. Like, like how do you do this in, in that authentic way? That is the number one thing that people ask me or say to me, I don't want to promote myself. And I say, good. Then don't, there's so many different ways that you can convey your personal brand without saying a single word about yourself. Gary V, when he's so passionate about talking about business and he's cussing like a sailor and doing all of these things, you know, that's, he's not saying, Hey, I cussed. So I'm kind of rough around the edges. We can all pretty much gather that on our own because we're watching it unfold. So some of the things that I like to recommend people to 
to deploy their personal brand is utilizing social media. It's free networking. Everybody can sit, they can lay in bed with a glass of champagne if they want with the, what's the thing that everybody's watching now? The whole Vanderpump. um, Do you watch reality TV, Tim? Uh, A little bit here and there, but I, I don't know this one you're talking about. Oh my gosh. Everybody that I know and every client call that I have, the last two minutes of the call is talking about like all of the drama going on with all of these individuals, but you could lay in bed and network for free on your little telephone, your little mobile device or iPad, whatever it is that you use. And you can do things like support other people in the industry. Hmm. You can repost something from a friend of yours or somebody that you don't even know and say, Hey, this was really inspirational to me. And I want to share this with my audience. Um, the same individual who didn't think he had a personal brand had just gotten done telling me about the book multipliers and how he just was so inspired by it and how it really had this impact. And I thought, great post about that book. Hmm. So, so really what I almost hear you saying is like, stop being shy. And if you're on social media and you see something that, that's interesting, don't be shy about sharing it. Share it and, and, and share it with your authentic thoughts. And, and don't be scared to do that because your message may change. And part of figuring out who your authentic brand is, is, is trying these things on like you're trying on clothes until you get what fits and feels right. 100%. And if it, doesn't, if it doesn't feel good to you when you're going to press that little like red post button, then don't do it. Like you don't force yourself and you don't have to. Um, you'd ask me about objections and I forgot this one. A lot of people are like, I don't want to post every day, Sarah. And I said, you don't have to. You pick, it's about being consistent. So if once a week is good for you or once every other week is good for you, then that's fine. Just commit to what it is that you want to do. The other thing that I will say about ways that you can convey your personal brand through social media, which is primarily what it is that I do, and I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn, is engaging with other people's content, really on Mm -hmm. any platform. So when I say to somebody, hey, I can't wait to see you at that conference, or you know, they've created a post, I say, I can't wait to see you, and I can't wait for us to have a glass of champagne. Part of my personal brand, Tim, is that I love champagne. Everybody who knows me knows that. Hmm. And so it's, I said my personal brand and that I'd like to have a good time. And I'm, I, so I kind of said that without really saying it, but people can see that I'm very casual. I love to say funny things in my, my content or my responses to posts. So people can kind of, when they meet me in person, they know I'm not going to be super Hmm. serious. So engaging in comments or engaging on posts as well is super important. Okay. And and so, right. If if your thing is sports, it can be as simple as, Hey, I can't wait to see in the bar and watch a game together. Right. Just, just incorporating like what makes you, you and what you enjoy, but communicating in a way that's not necessarily broadcasting it, but just, this is who you are putting it out Mm -hmm. there. Yep. One of, one of my clients who I would say is a little bit more on the conservative side, she cracked me up when she was telling me about the net, uh, there was a Netflix show about um, Formula One racing. 
And she just thought it was amazing and how it just pertained so much or how much in parallel it was to business in the dental industry. So we created content for her around Formula One. And if you looked at this individual, you would have never guessed that she loved Formula One. So people just thought that was so cool. They're like, you love that show, that Formula One show? I do too. And I think the same things too. Like you just, you just never, you never know. So even if it's just a matter of and also kind of going back to content to create as your personal brand, just be helpful to people. Tell, tell people, not tell people, how do I want to say this? How do I want to articulate this? Also part of my brand is uh, being a little bit of a hot mess. So you're welcome, everybody. And I think it's just be helpful in, in a way that works for you. So whether, whether it's talking about formula one or telling people about the book multipliers, you know, those are easy things to post. Okay. About. Now, now what about things that are kind of a little controversial if we want to go there, right? How do you, how do you walk that line? Do you even dip your toe in the water, right? In a day and age where everyone's like, you know, one tweet or one comment away from, from everyone blowing up, even if you say the right thing, you say it the wrong way. Like, People get mad. So like, like, how do you walk that line? Because I'm sure there's a lot of fear about saying the wrong thing and upsetting people, even if your intentions are 100% pure and good. It's a really good question. I think it really depends on your personal brand. There are hmm. some individuals in our industry who I know 100% don't mind conflict or controversy at all. Hmm. And that's just part of who they are. I personally do not. I do not believe in utilizing social media, not that controversy or having your a strong opinion, because it's about what you're passionate about, yeah. right? And so if by posting something that you believe in, and maybe pe some people don't take that the way or take it in a way that would make them not want to work with you. I mean, really just getting your personal brand out there just kind of tells people and helps you to understand because not everybody is a perfect client or the perfect patient or the perfect anything. So it just helps people to know, wow, that individual mm -hmm. has a really strong stance on something. And I have the opposite. I probably don't want to work with them. It would not be a good relationship mm -hmm. at all. So okay. I think aside from just don't be mean to people, that's not nice. Although unless it's part of your personal brand and you're a butthead, then I mean, <laughs> Well, it, it worked for me with some buttheads. So, you know, oh, wait, <laughs> I, I don't think any of us want that personal brand. Maybe you do, but, uh, <laughs> but no, Sometimes. You know I, I, I love that, Sarah, right? Be, be authentic to who you are. And if you, if you thrive on controversy and that's part of who you are, put it out there, but right, but be nice. And uh, because that may attract people and it'll push the wrong people away. You know, I, I've met a young lady on LinkedIn and uh, it just so happens that and she works at a DSO and she lives in Tampa. I live in Tampa. And so we were chatting on LinkedIn and this never normally happens because most, like most people don't respond right away. And I said, oh my gosh, you live in Tampa? I said, I live in Tampa. And she's like, do you live? I live over here. Tim, I can see the back of her house. No. If she's watching. Hi, Colleen. Hi. That's wild. <laughs> I love it. So, so one of the, and so her and I have become good friends and spent time with one another. And she told me the story. She is a decision maker in her DSO. And she said, you know, I'm looking for a new service and I have two 
individuals or two um, companies that I'm looking at. And one of them has this really great superior product or service, but the people, I don't know if they're all right. But then I have this other company, this other service is clearly better. Product is better, but the team, Hmm. oh, Sarah, I love them so much. And that was a big struggle for her. So I'll say, I say this to everybody. If anything, the benefit of getting your personal brand out there is because people want to know and like who they work with and they're looking at you on social media. So whether it's a potential new team member, whether it is another hygienist that, you know, wants to come work at the practice, if it's a a small group or a location that you want to purchase as a DSO, whether you're a vendor and you want to work with the DSO, people want to know and like who they work with. So, so true. Now with building that personal brand, do you, do you see a difference between how the introverts are building personal brands versus how extroverts are doing it? Yes. And I know all of my introverts out there, I know how hard this is. I have had many, many conversations with, with you all. And to see, to see people come out of their shells to really do this, I think it's, it just needs, it needs to be known that this is not self promotion. You do not have to say I or me other than saying, I saw this and this really resonated with me and you can support other people. But there are some introverts in our industry who, who I'm good friends with who really even struggle going to events. So it is a slow process worth it. And I, if my LinkedIn inbox is always open, if anybody ever wants to Mm -hmm. message me and be like, I'm struggling, Sarah, what should I talk about? I love helping people and I will be more than happy to talk anybody through it. But I do know I do know that it's tough and it makes anybody feel better. Even me as an extrovert, I have introverted tendencies and sometimes I don't want to post. I don't want to do things, but I know that I really should and have to. Now, now I, now I remember I have to post that. I really should post that slide that I have for my presentation last week about that question exercise for yourself and others, but it's hard for introverts. I know that, but Hmm. just baby steps. Yeah. Well, and I love what you said. And if you're and if you're listening to this, reach out to Sarah. Sarah, that's how you and I got connected. It was a LinkedIn message, and you know that's about the the lowest risk thing you can do for an introvert. And, and right, it's a great way to get to know people. And so, right, if you're not if you're not comfortable doing this publicly and commenting and liking posts, just do it privately, one on one. That's something they can do also, can't they? Absolutely, one hundred percent. So, right, going back to just being who you are authentically and discovering those things. So I, we, we've been talking a whole lot here about personal brand, corporate brand, how it can help you grow. I, I love the focus on just being your authentic self. And so when you start working with organizations, where do you come in and how do you really help them? Is it a systematic process you're, you're taking them through? Give me a little example of kind of really what you're doing for these organizations. Well, I can do one of two things. I can work with the the corporation, whether it's a, a vendor company or a DSO, but I also work with the individuals within the company. And so, uh, so again, going back to personal branding, but it's really just about determining what's important to them. So I actually will meet with them weekly because I know that this can change. And 
if they're not sure what they should post about or what kind of content we should create, we just talk about what's important to you. What kind of things are you noticing in the industry? It's really just about asking questions. And again, I reminded my friend yesterday, they're actually a client, the one who read the book Multipliers. And it was funny because I said, why didn't you post about multipliers? And he's like, I forgot, Sarah. Hmm. I forgot that we just had that conversation on Friday. And so it's because it's not top of mind for him. But really just asking, I like to ask questions because then once I understand what's important to them and I bring these things out, they're just like, right. I didn't Mm. even think about that. One of my other clients, I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I said this, but he has a really funny nickname. He loves rugby and his last name is McMath. And he is a really, like, he just loves to play. So his nickname is Bloodbath McMath. And I thought, that's really funny. And I said, I'm sure. I mean, my industry nickname is Sarah Sparkles. And I thought, I bet other people have fun nicknames. And I said, why don't you ask people? And he did. So he's passionate about rugby. He loves he loves playing. I mean, he will take one for the team, like in the literal sense. He did ask me, he's like, should I post a bloody picture? And I said, no, no, I think our dental LinkedIn feeds are, and Instagram and Facebook are plenty full of blood and stuff like that. So I don't think you should. And a lot of people really resonated with them because they thought, huh, I have an industry nickname. I mean, there are certainly things to share on Instagram and Facebook and then sharing them in a different way on LinkedIn, certainly more of a professional etiquette. Hmm. Uh, And so, you know, you don't, there are certain things that don't do well, more personal information, maybe not necessarily, or okay. if there's a way that you can relate it to business professional in your work, hmm. then that's, then that's okay. It's really interesting how the okay. different content. Okay. So, so kind of thinking through this then in the different platforms, right? If you're posting on, on Facebook, that's better for personal stories and things that you're kind of going through personally and, and what you're watching on TV or maybe the books you're reading. And you could even take those same stories and then repurpose them on LinkedIn, but you want to have some kind of a business angle to it. Is that, is that what I hear you saying? Absolutely. So at this conference that I went to, they had the Tim, I got to walk up these neon lit stairs. It was so cool. And I got, I got my little glass of champagne and I put it on the stairs with the purple lighting behind it. And I was like, Oh, and I had my sparkly like little clutch purse. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like perfect picture branding, like personal branding 101. And I put that on Instagram and Facebook. LinkedIn doesn't care if I walked up a flight of neon lit stairs. What LinkedIn cares about is the relationships and the connections that I made at that industry event, which I made sure to highlight and talk about. So it just, it's just how, how things are, are different or it's just the, the, LinkedIn is just, just tie it into to professional and you'll be good to go. Okay. I, I love that. So powerful. And so, so who should be reaching out to you and really working on their, their personal brand, right? What, what's the person who's really going to see the, the, the benefits from, from doing this the most? I think, so my, my company primarily works with the corporate brand. And what I get to do is, So I work with the corporate brand, but I get to meet with their teams. And most of the time I meet with their sales team or their business development team and their marketing team. 
And that's where I really became passionate with personal branding because I got to say to them, you're in business development and you don't post on LinkedIn. You Mm -hmm. really need to get out there. So I get to have having personal impact, um, positive impact is one of the most important things to me Mm -hmm. in this entire world. And so being able to help them build their corporate brand and help to encourage them to build their personal brand. That's, that's where the magic happens for me. So, so anybody really, I mean, anybody who wants to, to build awareness in the dental industry with their brand. Okay. Excellent. So, so really those people who have those relationships that matter where they really want to differentiate themselves in the marketplace, communicate clearly who they are. They're the ones who, who really benefit from doing this then. Yeah. And, and I actually post, I have no problem telling people how to do it themselves. So most of my content on social media is how to do this yourself. Hmm. And most people, and I encourage businesses to do it as well. If you have a service that helps people do something, tell people how to do it themselves and they'll do Hmm. one of three things. They won't do anything. They will do it themselves and they'll do a a good job or they'll reach out to to me and hire me to do it or whomever it is. So just give them the option to be able to to do it themselves. I think it, it makes us more approachable as a brand, as a person. So Yeah. Well, right. And it builds strong connections too. I I can't tell you how many times there's been, you know, someone's course that I've bought or, you know, I've been following them on social media for a while and I'm finally at a conference with them. I'm like, oh, there's so-and-so. And And then I have to back down. I'm like, they have no idea who I am because I've never met them in my life. But I feel a connection towards this person because I've spent hours on hours learning from them and studying them. and, And they've invested in my life without me ever meeting them. And it's this weird thing where I'm like, oh, wait, I'm going to go up and say hi. And they, they have no idea who I am. That's the power of a personal brand, isn't it? It really is. You said you, you hit the nail on the head because you can build. So that's why I think it's, you know, you can spend money to go to these conferences and meet people in person. But why not from the comfort of your own home with your glass of champagne, you know, and your guilty pleasure of reality TV, like network with people online and, and present not promote things. I don't like to use the word promote, but post things about what's important to you because you're right. You can, you can look at someone and be like, or even walk over to someone and say, Hey, I saw that you posted about uh, going to going on this trip the other day. How was it? And it's like, you just feel that connection and you already build that, that level of trust. And it's just really beneficial Mm. to, to do so. So powerful. And, and you are a, a, a great relationship builder. I, I picked that up from you. It, it, it exudes out of your personal brand and it's, it's amazing to, to see that. So we've been having such an amazing conversation and I know I certainly feel more empowered and excited about building my personal brand, but before we sign off, any closing thoughts? One of the things I think people struggle with, oh, first of all, thank you for saying all of those wonderful things about me. That was so nice. Um, You're welcome. I think one of, one of the things that people, str- I see people also struggle with is thinking that their job is part of who they are. Mm. And whether we think it internally or whether all of our personal posts are about the company that we work at, it's, it's off-putting. It can be off-putting and it really can kind of create this barrier between 
this person only posts about their job. I don't know anything about this individual. Why would I, why would I want to reach out? Great. I now know what it is that your company does, you know? So I, I think we just really have to separate who we are as individuals is not, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I'm articulating this right, but it's, we're not, we're not our jobs. We're yeah. people. Oh, I, I appreciate you saying that because we get this order wrong all the time, right? We find identity in what we do instead of mm-hmm. who we are. And the reality right. is we should start with who we are. What we do should be secondary. Where we're going is last. Like just work on being okay with you, finding your identity in yourself. And once you do that, then the what you do is so much easier. So thank you for bringing so that up. So much easier. Then you don't end up working for people that you don't like because you can recognize, wow, I'm not going to thrive in that type of environment because this manager is this way and I don't do well. So self-awareness is, is really important to me. And I, I think the last thing that, that I will say is people do business with people, not products or services. So personal oh. branding is just really important. So. Oh, I so inspired. Thank you for being an amazing guest. Thank you for bringing your sparkle to the Dental Wealth Nation show. And for those of you who are listening, I, I would encourage you, get out there, take one or two of these things and go implement them. Go, go do it. If you've listened to this show and you're not going to do anything, you've just wasted the last 40 minutes of your life. But I want you to take this. I want you to implement them so that you can build that personal brand so you can keep having that impact that you want to have in the world. Sarah, thank you again for being an amazing guest. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Dental Wealth Nation. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. Join us next time as we pull back the curtain to reveal the often hidden advice and strategies used by today's most successful individuals and families and help maximize your net worth so you can take even better care of the people you love. Till next time, make sure to hit the website at dentalwealthnation.com. 